This is Crowcasts, the podcast from Crow in the UK, a leading audit, tax, advisory and risk firm with global reach and local expertise. In our podcasts, you will hear from our specialists offering insight and pragmatic advice to businesses of all sizes, professional practices, non-profit organisations, pension funds and private clients. Hello and welcome to another episode of Crowcasts. I'm Jeremy Cooper and I'm both a partner and also head of retail here at Crow. Today I'm joined by our VAT director, Rob Jannering. Hello, Rob. Thanks for joining me. Morning, Jeremy. Good to be here with you today. Thank you. Uh, today we're going to be talking about online retail and the, the changes that are set to happen um, in a few months time with regards to VAT as a result of um, Brexit, um, which is going to have a, a significant impact on the sector. So let's kick things off. Um, at the moment, we're we're three months away from Brexit. And with the pandemic, we've seen an incredible growth in, in, in online retail sales, with some retailers seeing growth of over 500% from their pre-pandemic levels. Um, at the moment, the rules around B2C goods sales by UK retailers into the EU are characterised as, as distance sales, and the supply is subject to VAT in the member state of departure until the distance selling thresholds are exceeded in the member state of arrival. We still see retailers falling foul of these regulations, but on the whole, most most established online retailers are familiar with these rules and, and used to applying them. However, we know that from 1st of January, we're going to see some big changes, Rob. Can you give us some extra details around that? Yeah, absolutely, Jeremy. So obviously, Brexit is um, going to bring big changes. And from an indirect taxes point of view, that means the UK is leaving the EU customs area and the EU VAT area. And, and the first consequence of that is that UK sellers are selling into Europe and vice versa, those B2C sales will no longer be distance sales. And instead, they're going to be imports and exports. So you won't have to worry about uh, breaching thresholds and having to register in, in other member states because of that anymore. But there's going to be a new set of challenges to, to look at. So in terms of people selling into the EU, um, when those goods arrive in the EU, they're going to be imports. And I should say there'll be exports from the UK and zero rated, so no VAT to charge. But when they hit the border, um, they will be subject to import VAT and import duty. And from the 1st of January, um, there will be some low, what we call low value consignment relief rules in place. And these basically say that if you're the package that you're sending into Europe, if it's valued at less than 150 euros, then there's no import duty. And if it's valued at less than 22 euros, there's no import VAT to pay. So if, if you're a retailer selling into Europe and your items are all very small value and they're going in individual packets, um, there's probably going to be no VAT for your customers, which is going to be really, really good. However, if you've got uh, packages above that value, then there are going to be charges, um, at least maybe VAT um, and duty for the higher value ones. And so you're going to have to be making decisions about um, who is the importer of record 
because that person will determine uh, that decision will determine who has to pay those charges. So let me give you an example. If you make your customer the importer of record, they will have to pay any import VAT and duty. And uh, there are a few consequences of that. So if they haven't paid those charges at the checkout online, that could add to the price they pay overall. Um, and it might be uh, a price they weren't expecting and that can really impact the customer experience. So the alternative that people might want to do is make themselves the importer of record and then they can manage all of the costs themselves. Um, but the, the outcome of that is that if you're a UK business importing into the UK and then making a sale onwards, you will need a, a, UK, uh, a VAT registration in the EU and then have a think about whether you're making a, a distance sale onwards or a local one. So, so that's very briefly what you have to think about going into the EU. And um, if you're selling into the UK, obviously that won't be a distance sale anymore. Um, the UK is going to have new rules, though. And the new rules say that if you've got any consignment with a value at less than £135, um, you have to account for VAT on that supply. So, for example, a French seller sells the goods at £70 into the UK. Um, I wouldn't expect them to charge French VAT, but they are going to have to account for UK VAT on that supply. And so if they're not already VAT registered in the UK, um, they will have to get registered. Um, the good news is that under £135, no import VAT, no import duty, but they will need to charge UK VAT. So quite big changes coming up that um, businesses are going to have to think about critically, you know, how they manage those situations. Yes, there definitely will be a, a big change for retail clients, particularly in terms of both the extra admin, uh, but also in considering the sales price and margin that will be achieved on each each individual SKU. For retailers with thousands of stock lines, there's going to be a lot of extra work considering these changes and how it will affect likely sales volumes as well as profitability going forward. If all this wasn't enough, though, there, there's more changes coming in July 2021. But luckily, with not so much impact, Rob? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the changes keep coming thick and fast next year. Um, so these changes, so the UK rules will stay in place around the £135 charge um, and they're in place from the 1st of January. But then next July, the EU are changing their rules, um, which we hope will make things easier. So the rules are going to be broadly similar to the UK rules from January. And from the 1st of July, any goods coming into the EU from outside of the EU that have a value at less than 150 euros, there will be no import VAT and there will be no import duty, but the supplier will again have to register for VAT and account for VAT in the member state where the goods arrive. Now, at the, just looking at that at a high level, it might mean that you've got to register in lots of different member states. The EU have thought about that and they're going to put in place um, what they're calling the importers one-stop shop. So you can register um, in just one member state and account for all of your VAT across Europe by one single VAT registration. And that should make life much easier. If you sell via a marketplace um, like Amazon or, or eBay or lots of others available out there, um, that marketplace will have a responsibility to pick up for the VAT. 
And so um, that will mean there's no need for some sellers to register. And I should have mentioned in the UK rules from January, marketplaces will also have the same obligations. And so obviously from the 1st of July, uh, compliance should become easier for people selling into the EU because if you're via a marketplace, they'll take on the obligation for you. Um, if your goods are under 150 euros, you'll be able to account for all of the different VAT rates um, in one VAT return. The only challenge is going to be if your goods are valued more than 150 euros, you're going to have to come back to answering the question as to who is the importer of record. Is that going to be the retailer or is it going to be the customer? And if it's the retailer, you will have a need for some additional VAT registrations and also think about the duty charges. It's good to hear that it's going to be easier from the 1st of July, Rob. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's great for so many retailers. We're nearing the end of today's podcast. So I think from my perspective, I'd encourage any retailer listening to ensure that they're looking at the prices they're selling their products for and consider whether or not the new rules in the UK and EU will apply. And also to be looking at whether or not import duties will be due. The other key action would appear to be ensuring that you have this economic operator registration identification, bit of a mouthful, EORI for short, in both the UK and EU to smooth the import process. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think they're both really good actions to be taking. Um, so identifying commodity codes of products, um, so you know any duties that will be due looking at the average sale price of your product so you know whether the new rules apply to you or not and then you can work out your uh, registration obligations um, getting the EU and UK ORI numbers they'll be vital to be able to um, get goods into and out of the UK and EU I would also say have discussions with your freight forwarders because in, a, in addition to looking at the registrations and how do you account for VAT, you need to be making export and import declarations. And you'll normally find the freight forwarder will be doing that. It's quite a specialised action to be taking. Um, and then probably the last two actions to be taking is thinking about, you know, how are you going to convey these changes to the customer? And what's it going to mean for your pricing? So tying into what your average prices at the moment are. And if you're going to be the importer of record and there are duties, do you pass that on to the customer or do you uh, share the price around? And then the final thing would be looking at the T's and C's of your agreements on the website. Um, at the moment, we see lots of retailers say that if there's a delivery outside of Europe, um, you know, and that's because of distance selling applies at the moment, then the customer becomes liable for any import taxes and duties. Well, with all the changes going on in Europe, um, lots more supplies will become subject to those rules. And it, it looks like the default position will be to make the customer the importer of record. And that might not be something you want to do. So making sure that contractual terms tally up with any decisions you make around importing and, and other compliance obligations is going to be really important. Well, hopefully this has given our listeners some things to think about and help them prepare for the changes that are coming in the new year. Um, we'd like to thank you for listening. and um, Please do come back and join us again for another Crowcasts. Tune in next time for another episode of Crowcasts. 
For more information about Crow, our services, industries we advise and insights, visit crow.co.uk. We are an independent member of Crow Global, the eighth largest accounting network in the world. You can connect with us on social media by following Crow UK on LinkedIn or at Crow UK on Twitter.